Hello and welcome to another episode of Sasha's Outpost. I hope you've been doing well. I have, and I can tell you very interesting times. Maybe you have been through some changes yourself as well. Maybe you have um, seen processes happen uh, that you didn't dream of, because I know I have, and I uh, know a lot of people that have. Uh, it seems to be the times we're in. Today I want to talk a little bit about being a victim and what being a victim does to us and with us and for us and why we have, from my perspective, become so accustomed to living lives as victims. And if, you, if you're not really familiar with what I'm talking about, let me give you a a very simple, very basic example. Um, what I mean by saying living life as a victim, if anything bad happens to you, what do you do? Do you blame someone else or do you accept responsibility? That boils it down to the really core truth of it. If you blame others, you're living life as a victim. Because the moment you blame someone, you give your power away and now you are the victim of the perpetrator, which can be anyone or anything, could be your ex, could be your spouse, could be your boss, could be your children, could be your neighbor. It could also be circumstances. It could be your job, it could be your house, it could be your disease, it could be so many things. And especially when it's a disease, let's say you've been diagnosed with an incurable uh, condition, um, at least that's what the doctors tell you. Uh, then you give your power away to that diagnosis and you give your power away to that disease and now suddenly you are a powerless victim. So that's what I'm talking about when I say victim consciousness. And what does victim consciousness actually mean? Of course, this is just my perspective and that's my observation. You may agree, you may disagree. Um, so as souls, the way that I see it, we are omnipotent and meaning we can do anything we can create anything we can do whatever we want we have free will to do so and we have the energy of the universe at our free disposal now that could potentially be like handing a machine gun to a small child because we do not have the consciousness in many cases to create wisely. Maybe in all cases, that's fair to say. If you look at the current state of the world, maybe that's that's fair to say that at a large scale, humanity does not have the awareness or consciousness to create wisely, to use that infinite potential in a wise way. And so that's how we learn, right? So, I mean, a child learning through a gun would be a very extreme way of learning, but I'm sure uh, that could happen as well. But as beings, we go through all these experiences where we create our lives through our thoughts, through our emotions, and through um, mostly pretty much an uncontrolled and an unaware process of creation, and then have to suffer through the consequences, have to, in quote unquote, to realize, oh my God, this is what I have created. And then ideally 
come to a point where we can change our creation. The moment we step out of this victim perspective where life is not happening to you but because of you and for you, even if it's a really dark place, is really the moment that you take back your power and the moment that you step into victim consciousness, the moment that you give your power away, is really, on the other hand, the moment that evolution slows down, that healing slows down or comes to a halt, that your own potential really shrinks to a, a fraction of what it could be. And why do we do that? Why do we still love to step into a victim perspective? Because that's what we've been tra trained to do. That's what we uh, have been uh, taught to do by everything around us. In most families, by parents, uh, by siblings, uh, definitely uh, in most public schools, definitely by most of the media. It's always about if you look at news stories, it's always about there's something bad happening and it's happening to someone innocent, to something that was okay before and now it's bad. And I think actually the the bias towards victim consciousness lays in the very foundation of the duality of this world. It, it, it's to be found at the very core of our the structure of our being which is I have me, my body right here, and I look through the eyes of separation onto this world, so everything is out there. And because of this, because of our fixation on these senses, on these sensory perceptions, we then fall into the trap of also assigning blame and um, to what is out there. So in other words, we could say that we have lost touch with our true beingness, with our true existence, with the true level or layer of existence, the plane of consciousness that we are from and that we still are, that we truly are at the core of it. We've lost touch with that and we've become lost in this physical material world, believing 100% that we are just this physical body, this identity self. And in doing so, giving our power totally to the world out there that is being perceived through our physical senses. And by assigning this extreme value to the outer world, we have automatically accepted the fact that we can be victims of whatever happens out there. Now, so this was one outgrow of uh, evolution, of the evolutionary process. How do we reverse this? I would say pretty much by reverse engineering, looking at it <clears throat> and seeing, okay, what were the steps we took to, to create this separation and to, to become the victims of this state of separation and reverse all of these steps? Ultimately, what it leads to is introspection. So just the way that we have accepted putting 
almost 100% of our attention on our five senses and what they perceive, we can also make a conscious decision. And that's the key word here. You, it really needs to be a decision that you make consciously. We can also make a decision to allocate time, energy, resources to our inner world withdraw our attention from all this material stuff from all these things that are happening out there and put it back inwardly and when we do that when we put our attention back on our inner world we automatically take one step out of we take like one foot out of this whole victim world and once we begin this, once we start to meditate, once we start to pray, once we start to journal, once we start to introspect, just take time away every day, and the more time the better, to look at this inner world of us, we begin a journey of self-discovery. And at some point in that journey of self-discovery, we, um, we will undoubtedly find that there's an immense power within of us that we are connected that we are one with everything around us with humanity with the world and when we discover that sense of oneness when we discover this sense of connection when we feel this power of our beingness this is when we can make a step away and take the second foot out of the door of of victim consciousness and move into our own power, move into a state where we can now say, I am the creator of my life. I am the creator of my world. And I accept this responsibility. And it is in accepting this responsibility that ultimately lies uh, where ultimately the, the salvation, the, the healing, the uh, explosion of our own consciousness, the enlightenment, the all these great evolutionary potentials lie. And so I want to end today's episode with an invitation to allocate more time to the inner world, the inner realms. It, you could start with five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. You could make half an hour, you could make an hour, you could take two hours, you can take five hours, like monks that go away and meditate for several hours a day. Do whatever suits your day, but do it. I really recommend you to allocate time to self-discovery. And don't take my word for any of the things that I uh, explained to you or that I shared with you before. Go on this journey of self-discovery and see if you're really a victim. Try to find that point where victim consciousness is seated inside of you. Look at a situation where you really feel like you have been hurt, where you really feel like destiny has hit your heart, that that perpetrator out there really messed you up. Look at that internally and see if there is also another perspective within you, a feeling of, oh, that's the lesson. That's the reason in me that manifested that thing out there. 
from my experience, there always is, but it takes courage and it takes a, a commitment to grow, to be able to see it. And it takes a commitment to to move beyond what is so comfortable, which is the world we know, which is the world of blaming, the world of conscience, the world of of uh, separation, the world of being a victim. It's very comfortable because it's what we know, it's what we're, what our brains, what our neurological pathways, what our whole biology has been accustomed to. Because there is a nice comfort in doing what you're used to do. And so that's why it really takes willpower and it takes a conscious decision, which in turn takes some level of maturity which usually comes from suffering, but it doesn't have to. So this is what I want to end this podcast on today. Uh, lots of love to you and have a blessed week.